Welcome back to Perfectly Imperfect with Janae. What's up? What's good? We are back with another episode and I know that y'all have missed me. I've been gone for a little minute because there has just been so many things happening around me and I'm gonna catch y'all up on the episodes to come because God has dropped some wisdom and some knowledge through what I've been dealing with and what I've been going through and all the changes that have been happening. But before we get into that, if you are looking for community, if you are looking for sisterhood, if you are looking to grow in your relationship with God and connect with people who are doing the same, then join my friend Des and I's ministry called Praying While Imperfect. I'll have the link in the description below. Let's get into the episode. Okay, so as you've read by the title, why do we fail to be consistent and intentional? Why do we watch as life passes us by and we sit on these dreams and these visions that God has given us without taking that step into the direction we are called to take a step into? That's what I want to talk about because... I have taken a leap of faith to go after the things that I want to go after. And I'm sitting here thinking like, why haven't I already done this? What is stopping me from becoming the person that I want to be? And it's my consistency. It's me failing to be intentional and to own in on my craft and my creativity and my purpose and my calling. And I want to dive into the reasons why I fall short in these areas in life. And maybe you guys can relate to me. Maybe you guys feel the same way I feel or go through the same thing that I, the same things that I go through. I am that person that will start something. I will begin to be consistent. But as soon as something throws off that routine, man, I'm done for. I have totally neglected the thing that I was just doing for weeks straight. Let me give y'all an example. The gym, prime example, because I continuously do this every single time. I will be in the gym being consistent, having the set schedule of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then as soon as I go out of town or as soon as something else comes up to where my routine is thrown off, I completely neglect going to the gym and three months have passed by and I have realized that I haven't been to the gym. And I'm not shaming myself or condemning myself because that is not who God is and that is not how I am going to treat myself. But it is that continuous reflection of why. Why do I find myself in this same loop of starting something but not finishing through? Or starting something but not continuous, continuing on what I was doing. Because finishing through makes it seem like it's an end goal. And this journey of life, there is no end goal. And we're going to get into that. But I believe that I do not continue on to this routine. One, because of laziness. But two, because I feel like it has to be this specific way that I have started doing it. So for example, I said I was going to the gym Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I was going to this one specific gym and since something threw off that routine and now I don't feel like waking up and going to that gym, driving to that gym, I feel like I can't work out at all. When that's not the case, this is a journey. This is something that we are doing to better ourselves. This is something that we are doing to promote health and long life. 
And I don't have to work out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, because that is what I said I was going to do. That is what that that is the only way that I have made myself believe that I will get up and go to the gym or I will get up and move my body. No, it could be a Friday night and I'm going to get on the floor in my room and do push-ups or do sit-ups or run in place or do squats, working out and anything else input anything else, insert anything else that you fail to be consistent as, and put it there and learn that you can do this at any time, any place. There doesn't have to be this set schedule or this set routine because then that makes your mind feel like if it's out of that schedule, if it's out of that routine, then we can't do it at all. So scratch out your schedule, scratch out your routine, and say that I am going to do this. I am going to make this a part of my lifestyle, no matter how it looks. I am going to find joy in what I am doing. When we have this schedule, this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 9 a.m., and if it's not at that time, then I'm not doing it because this is the time I have set. We stop finding joy in what we are doing and we feel like we are missing out or we are not living up to the standards that we have created, to standards that aren't, that are non-existent, non-existent in God's eyes. I am someone who loves to write things down, who loves to plan ahead and get through what I'm doing. But one thing I don't do is put a specific time on when I will do that thing. I will have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay, this is what I envision to do on this day, but I don't have a specific time that I envision to do that thing because I don't want to overwhelm myself. I want to give myself the space to do those things in the manner in which I am free to do them in. We begin to find joy when we see this thing that we are doing as freeing as freeing to our spirit, to our soul. We see this thing that we are doing as joyful, as bringing glory to God. But that's how we find happiness in it. That's how we find thrill in it. That's how we continue to wake up and do this thing every day. We focus our attention on God. We focus our attention on the freedom that God has given us to do these things that we are going to do to better our lives. Another thing I find myself doing is not even starting at all. I will have these ideas. God will give me these creative ideas and I will become overwhelmed and anxious because I am concentrated on the outcome of what these ideas will produce. So, for example my Instagram page. I have created a whole new Instagram page and I have decided that this Instagram page is going to be solely based on God. This is going to be solely focusing on bringing God glory as if no one else will see these videos but God himself. And I find myself becoming anxious because I'm like, well, I want to make, um, I want to produce fruit on here and I want to have an income through these Instagrams and I want to connect with people and I want it to, um, have all of this attention and followers. And yeah, I want it to be about God, but I also want to spread the word and I want to be able to, um, find this, um, financial value within these videos. And then I become very anxious and overwhelmed because now I'm like, well, how am I going to get to that? And what's going to happen? And how long is it going to take? And then I just break down and I don't do it at all. And that goes back to me saying, 
Where is the joy? Remind yourself of the why. The enemy will get in your head and will talk you, will use anything. Because just like God knows us, the enemy knows us. And the enemy will use things that he knows will destroy us so that we don't step into the things that God wants us to do. Remind yourself of the why every single time. I have to continuously remind myself that all of that stuff doesn't matter. If it is in God's will, if I remain consistent and intentional and find joy in posting videos and spreading God's word, then everything will come according to God's will. Then I will be blessed with abundance because of who my God is. Not because of what I am producing, because that's how you get anxious is when you think it is you who is producing, when it, when you think it is you who has to make this difference, when you think it is you who will draw in attention. No, it's God. It's God using you to reach his children. It's God using you with your creativity that he has given you to inspire others, to do whatever it is that he is calling you to do. Then we self-sabotage. We self-sabotage with this attitude of perfectionism, with this attitude of this is how it has to be, and if it's not like this, then I don't want to do it. With this attitude of all these other people are doing it, and they're doing it so perfect, and if I don't do it as perfect as them the first time, then it will be horrible. If I don't see results after two days, then it's then, then what's the point? We have to get out of that mindset because there is no such thing as perfect. When you are looking at the next person who is walking in their purpose, who is being consistent and you see the change that has come in their life, you see the abundance, the fruit that is attached to what they are doing, it is because they started somewhere. It is because they took that leap and they remained faithful to what they were doing. It is because they did it anyways, despite how it may look. It is because they've realized there is no such thing as being perfect. There is no such thing as this one way of doing things and this one way of creating things. God has made us so uniquely different to showcase who we are in so many different ways. And it will draw in the people that he has assigned to your life to draw in. This comparison, this need to be perfect is only going to result in our downfall. It's only going to result in us watching as other people grow and as we stay stagnant because of our attitude, because of our character. Another way self-sabotage can manifest is our laziness. Us just not feeling like it. Us making excuses. Oh, well, I had all this to do today. To do today, I don't have time to do that. You don't have time to do something that you know will better your life. You don't have time to do something that you are passionate about, that you love. If you really do not have, God gives us. God made each day a new day. He's given us a fresh. 24 hours every day. And if you find that out of the 24 hours in your day, you don't have time to do the thing that you want to do, to do the thing that God has called you to do, then there's some things in your daily routine, your daily schedule, your life that you need to shift and remove and change. Laziness is not an option. God even 
talks about this in scripture. In Proverbs 13, 14, God says, The soul of the lazy man desires and has nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. So God even talks about this in scripture. You as a lazy person, you can desire all these things, but you will have nothing because there is no fruit in your labor. And you may have these excuses. Oh, I'm depressed. Oh, there's just a lot on my mind. Oh, I have no energy, which is our excuse for our laziness. But there is always something that can shift. There's always something that can change. That's when you go deep into prayer. God, I realize I am laziness. So remove this spirit of laziness within me. Are you inviting God into your life? Are you inviting God into these areas where you fall short? Are you inviting God into your laziness? I have been lazy and the laziness can can come in many different ways because yes, I've had this season of productivity and we can mix up rest and laziness because when God calls us to rest, we get comfortable in that resting season to where now when it's time to move, we don't want to move because we have gotten so cozy in our resting season. God ha- God calls us to rest so that we can rejuvenate and be ready for this next season in life that he has made for us. So if laziness is you, if you are lazy, how can you work towards removing the laziness and replacing it with productivity? I have started this three-week, 22-day journey of me being consistent with one thing every day. So if that's what you need to do to break out of this laziness, find one thing that you will do every day for 22 days, for three weeks, whether that be waking up at a certain time, whether that be eating a meal, um, a new, adding something to your meal every day, whether that be going on a walk every day, something that you can break out of this laziness. And no, I'm not saying putting put a time schedule like, okay, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and I'm, then I'm going to do this at 6 a.m. Then I'm going to do this at 8 a.m. No, no, no. Take it one step at a time. I am going to wake up at 6 a.m. every morning. Whether that be opening my eyes, setting an alarm, and just moving around, getting out, getting out of bed, something. I think it takes, what, 30 days to start a new habit? And I'm only saying 22 days, but if you can do, if you can prove to yourself, if you can surprise yourself and show yourself that I am capable of doing this one thing for 22 days, then I believe that you will carry that on way beyond the 22 days. And I will be here every single episode to hold you accountable because I am doing it too. I know I said in my earlier episodes of this, is this serving a purpose that I was going to be continuing that and being consistent in that. And I failed to do that, but Hey, God's joy and God's glory and God's blessing is new every day. So I am not going to hold that against myself. Okay. We are new, a new creation today. Another thing is thinking about what others are going to say or what others have to say. And this could be friends, old friends, family, anyone, or even just our consciousness of thinking people are going to say something without even realizing people are going to say something. And that is my, that is why I said that when I created my new Instagram account, it felt like a way to start afresh because I didn't have anyone from my old Instagram account, old friends, old followers. It was fresh and it was new. And I was able to think of God now. I'm able to put God in the middle of this. And that is my advice for you when you find yourself thinking about what others may say and say, I am doing this for God. I am not doing this for the approval or opinion of other people. I am doing this solely for God and solely to improve my own life. 
Lastly, I would say having no hope for the future or feeling like you are unworthy of doing the things that you say you are going to do. And that is self-sabotage at its finest because God says we are worthy as his children. God says we are abundant as his children. God says we will be blessed for generation after generation because we are his children. Are you spending time with God? Are you prioritizing your relationship with our father so that he can affirm these things to you so that you, he, he shows you all of the visions and the dreams and the hopes that he has for you? He says in his word, you do not know that I only have plans to prosper you. You are worthy of everything you want in life, just like the next person is. It is time that we stop sabotaging. It is time that we stop sitting on our dreams and not doing anything, not getting up and taking them with us. Give yourself grace. Give yourself a chance. Take a chance on yourself. Three weeks, y'all. Three weeks. Let these three, let these next three weeks of consistency and intentionality in whatever area life of life God wants you to be intentional in. Let these three weeks transform you into a new creation, into a new and improved version of yourself. And if you are unsure of where to start, pray. That's where you start. You start with prayer. You start by inviting God in on this journey with you so he can show you, so he can speak to you, so you can know, so you can be in alignment I pray that we continuously aim to change our lives no matter what, no matter the shortcomings, no matter the disappointments, no matter the failures that we feel we have. I pray that we get up and treat each day like a new day because it is. This is Perfectly Imperfect with Janae.